0: Hello and welcome to The Creatives Project where we talk about all things photography as well as art and design, travel, and just life. Let's jump in. hello hello i hope everyone's having a lovely day welcome back to the creatives project this is episode four which is freaking insane i cannot believe we're on episode four already like it seems like yesterday we just launched but yeah it's been a whole month of the creatives project so i wanted to just say a huge thank you to everyone who's supported and just showered their love on the pod it definitely does not go unnoticed. So yeah, thank you so much. And I'm so excited to be talking about today's episode, which has been a long time coming. It'll be all about how I quit my 9 to 5 to pursue photography. So I quit basically a month and a half ago now at the end of August So yeah, it's been a while. It's like a month and a half of being a full-time photographer. I feel like in this month and a half, I've learned so much already, and I'm excited to share my insights, give a little story time. So yeah, buckle in. I'm super excited about this episode, and let's dive in. So just to give a little bit of background, I went to business school in D.C. for undergrad. I majored in international business and marketing, and I would say my sole focus was to get a nine-to-five job, preferably one at like a well-known company. Um, And yeah, that was just my goal. I would say even in high school, that was my goal. And yeah, that was my little business school dreams. I never really thought about a creative career and I didn't think it was possible from like a multitude of things. Number one being like our capitalist society and how it deems creative careers as more dangerous and not lucrative and kind of just an unbeaten path. There's no like ladder or like p- clear path that you can see on like a nine to five And number two, probably just like being the daughter of an Asian immigrant mother, just having that mindset growing up of getting a safe job, one that can pay the bills. And I just never really thought about another type of path for me. So after college, I got a job at Paramount, a steady nine-to-five job. I was pretty proud of myself for getting it. I was like, yes, girl, graduated college. You got a job to move to New York right after college. It's like a good company. My mom can like talk about it with her church friends and say her daughter's employed. Like, good job, me. And yeah, it enabled me to move to New York, which was like the main reason and goal for myself to be employed right after college like I was thinking of maybe taking a couple months off to travel but I ended up coming back from traveling early to start the job so I didn't really know what the job entailed which is crazy because I feel like that's a lot of us right like we have the job description and then we go to the job interview and then Like maybe you have a couple interviews, but like, how do you know, like what you'll be doing day to day? Like you just don't know until you're there. So yeah, that was definitely me. And also it's like my first job out of college. Um, So yeah, I feel like it was just a huge learning experience and I didn't really know what the job entailed. So I think I quickly figured out that this was not the job for me. It was a very like data heavy analytical job. And I'm just I'm just not that type of person. So I think within the the first couple months, I was like, Yeah, I would want to switch jobs. I just don't know when. I don't know what kind of job I would switch into. I think I was thinking just like a more creative 9 to 5 job, whether that be like consulting, marketing, advertising. Like I did not know. I just knew that data wasn't for me. But thank God for my coworkers and my manager because they really do make all the difference. And yeah, I had a really good team, which I am so grateful for. Um, But yeah, I ended up staying at Paramount for a year and two months. I was proud of myself that I made it to a year, (laughs) Um, but it was funny because everyone else in my department, our department is probably like 40 people. It was like the CBS research department specifically. Um, So yeah, it was like pretty small team and everyone who, who works there has worked there for like decades. So, I was definitely the newest one and also the fastest to leave. So, yeah, I just thought that was really funny, but yeah, everyone is very supportive there, which I'm super appreciative of. But yeah, I ended up leaving August, the end of August. So, I started July of 2022 and left the end of August. So, Yeah, it was a great run. Um, I think that job was just so important for me because it taught me what I want and don't want in a job. And like, most importantly, it was just like a great learning experience in terms of what it's like to work in a very corporate, like suit like environment where you're like going to the office three times a week, Um, like having those water break conversations and like zoom meetings and just like that type of environment which is most nine to five environments and yeah just having that experience and knowing like what a creative career could look like um at the same time was yeah just like very interesting for me to compare the two because when I moved to New York uh, when I like basically started the job I was shooting way more than I did in DC. So just having like those two work environments, like compete in my mind and just like see how I worked in those two work environments, what I gained joy and experience and felt like I was growing in was just so important, like priceless experience. So I think the main aha moment for me when I realized like I didn't like my job was like, oh, obviously applied to new jobs, you can get a new job anytime you want. Um, But I like just had another branch of thought. And I was like, Oh, I don't need to, like get another nine to five, I can try this new path of being a freelancer, being a photographer full time. And that wasn't even like a possibility in my mind before. But once I started thinking about it, I just like, couldn't stop thinking about it and thinking about how I could make that possible. This is probably like six months into my job, Um, so like winter time in New York, and I wasn't shooting very much because it's winter and it's cold, and I feel like I was just mostly thinking about like my business, my future, my career, like what I want my career to look like, like the structure of it, because no matter like if I got a nine to five, like another nine to five, that's still like the business working hours of nine to five, and you're working for someone else. And like, this is completely different, this new creative path, I was thinking. And yeah, it's just like jumping into a black hole. Like I did not know what that was gonna be like, like I like, it's just completely like your own path. And that's what scared me so much. But I think like the scary things means like you should do it because when I was thinking about getting another nine to five, like that didn't really scare me. I was like, oh, like, like it didn't even excite me. So I think that's when I really knew, like, wh- why would I do that when like even thinking about getting another job, no matter like what it is, like doesn't excite me. Um. So, yeah, I feel like that was the main moment where I was like, oh, shit, like I should I should do this. Um, so I feel like once I had that realization, it was kind of hard to go back because I was like, yeah, just getting another nine to five didn't appeal to me anymore. So I just just started doing everything that I could to be a full time photographer. And that just meant preparing everything before I quit. And yeah, I feel like doing those things in my business and in my art, like lit a fire under my ass like I was excited to work and that's another thing that like just helped me know that I was on the right path because I feel like I struggled a lot with like self-doubt knowing if this was the right thing and like I still do for sure but I think like something that really helped me was just like having the Sunday scaries or like the monotony of work like overtake my like days and like the Sunday scaries on Sunday night I'll be like just thinking about going to work the next day and like not wanting to go and it wasn't even that bad because I feel like out of jobs like I liked my team like the work wasn't bad like it was easy um so like even just having that support system though was still like I still had the Sunday scaries like I had Sunday nights and I didn't want to go to work I was dreading it so yeah just like having that experience and then like thinking about photography and like how I'm excited to work and I'm like going to bed excited for a shoot or excited to like edit my photos that I took that day the next day like that to me was night and day and just really cemented that this is the right path for me because like why would we waste time doing a job that I don't want to do if I have control over it and can change that for myself. So, that's like what I keep in my mind when I'm struggling with those self-doubt demons. So, yeah, I think that's just one thing that's helped me a lot, but there's a lot more that also went into the decision and my mindset, but we'll talk about the later back to the story time. So at the same time of me like figuring all of this out, like in the winter and having this realization, um, photography was like really picking up. Like, I feel like before then, I had barely really like fleshed out what my business was really look like, like I took people's photos, people paid me to take their photos, but like the back end, like client experience, tracking, finances, contracts, like actually getting certified with the IRS and like not doing tax evasion. Um, Yeah, all those things. I just started learning more, talking to other photographers, and just like falling more in love with photography and making images. And I feel like it became like before it was more of a hobby. And it just shifted like sometime during the year as I kept pursuing this into just something I was much more passionate about and knowledgeable in and yeah I think just being in New York is definitely one of the factors that contribute to this and being able to be around a lot of creative people Um, but also I think it was the finances side as well like I would not be able to quit my job if I wasn't able to support myself financially So I feel like just learning more about like how to price myself, how to get more clients and actually support myself from photography was like a huge changing factor to like what contributed to me being able to quit my job and also like clicking in my brain like, oh, this is a lucrative career, like you can make more from this than at your nine to five job. It was really interesting having these like positives and negatives in photography, like, be in my brain taking up space because, like, things were like happening for me, like, financially and like artistically, and I was getting so into photography. But, like, logically and emotionally, I feel like I was still like struggling imagining a creative career and quitting the nine to five that for like years like high school and college let's say like eight years I had like dreamed of like walking into like a tall building in New York like having my suit on and scanning my key card and like romanticizing that like nine to five that I like wanted so bad like you pray for the job like I want the job and then you get the job. And I'm like, hey, like, I feel like having that cognitive dissonance was like, really hard for me to wrap my head around. And I would do like, what ifs all the time with myself. Like, I remember saying to myself, like, oh, next time you book a shoot, that's this amount of money, you can quit. Or like, next time you get this camera, um, you can quit, or when your website launches, you can quit. And then, after making all these what ifs with myself, I just realized there's no perfect time to quit. Like there will always be a reason for you to stay on the safe path and on your nine to five. And if I just keep like making these excuses for myself, I would never do it. And eventually, it got to the point where I was asking myself what ifs, but in the opposite, like reversed. Way So instead of having these negative what ifs, I was more saying to myself, what if you never quit? What if you work a nine to five job for the rest of your life? And for me, I was immediately like, okay, nope, gotta go, gotta go. Um, Just because like, once I started asking myself that question, I just knew in my heart, I would always regret it. Like, if I was 80 years old and looking back on my life and if I had the chance to do that, I know like I would want myself to take that chance. And I also was asking myself, like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, if you don't like it, then just go back to a corporate job. Like, there's no harm done in like at least trying it. And your portfolio and your business is going to grow so much And then if you don't like the style of work, or maybe photography isn't the path that you want to take right now, that's totally fine. Just, yeah, go back to any other sort of nine to five, go back to another creative career. Um, But I think just in terms of the next step at this point in my life, I would have regretted it if I didn't take this leap. So yeah, once I kind of decided that for myself and wrapped that up in my brain, the rest was pretty easy. Actually, that's such a lie. Um, it was not easy at all, <laughs> but I think it was easier because I could start making plans for the future, start telling my friends that I was doing this and get support. And like, I feel like once it was more like decided for myself, I could actually take concrete steps to pursue that goal. So that's what made it easier. But I feel like the path also just started of preparing to be a full-time photographer. So yeah, I would say that happened maybe in the spring. And then I spent like all summer, like ruminating on this and preparing to quit. And yeah, I feel like that was its own monster within itself. But I feel like that like period of prep was necessary for like artists trying to go full time, just figuring out like everything from like your finances to like legal stuff to just like everything about your art, like on the creative side, like what kind of gear do you need, what kind of clients do you want to attract, um, what kind of goals and artistic vision do you see for yourself. And for me, I guess it was a little different because I am planning to go travel in November. So I only had a few months being full time in New York before I leave the country. So I feel like that also, I had different plans in my head for that. But I think even now, it's been like a month and a half. It's a freaking roller coaster, like, I feel like I've learned so, so much and there's like high highs, low lows, kind of like solo traveling. Like you feel so euphoric and top of the world like one day and then the next day it's like completely different. And I think, yeah, I think that's just how it is when you're just starting out freelancing. Um, there's like just so much unknown and you're like figuring yourself out as an artist as well, completely new schedule. Um, so yeah, that's the next part of this podcast. I kind of wanted to reflect on my first month of full-time photography, talk about the pros and cons and just what I've learned the main thing I had to get used to was the completely new schedule change and restructuring of my days. Like I kind of thought it would be like a nine to five because I'm like, okay, I'm used to the schedule of the nine to five. Like my friends are free on the weekend. So like I probably am not going to work as much on the weekends and I'll just work like during the hours of a nine to five. But I think it's completely different, like, depending on client work, like, depending on, like, sunset or, like, early morning light, like, that's, for photographers, like, the most popular time to shoot, so, like, taking that into account, taking in, like, my own schedule, like, when am I the most productive, and some days that's the morning, some days that's, like, (laughs) 11pm, so just, like, figuring that out for myself, figuring out how I like to work... And like when I'm getting booked for shoots, because often that's the weekends and how I want to structure like what I want to work on. So like, what days do I want to do the podcast? What days do I want to edit? What days should I be shooting all this kind of thing? And like making a like cohesive schedule for myself. And I feel like that's just like a huge transition to what I was doing before, like, Tuesday to Thursday in office, Monday and Friday, not in office. And I feel like my job especially was like very schedule based. Like I just had like three reports. Each of the reports went out on this day at this time. So like coming from that, switching into like a freelance schedule was very different for me, but I have really liked this schedule so far. Like I have liked each day being completely different from the last day. I've loved the freedom and the cool opportunities that it provides. Like I was just at the museum on a Wednesday afternoon because I wanted to get inspired by one of the paintings there. Like what, I could not have done that in a nine to five job. Like I would have had to take a day off for that, you know. So just like small things like that just like cement the like happiness that I feel in being a full-time freelancer and just knowing this was the right choice for me. Just cuz some days you know aren't the best days. Like if you're feeling a lot of like self-doubt that day or like imposter syndrome, it's like impossible to do work and feel like your work is worthy and like you're producing like work that you want the world to see slash you like yourself and yeah it's just like very interesting and I'm definitely learning still like how to balance that and figure out like what works for me but so far really liking it guys we'll report back in a year for sure I think the second thing I've learned is self-discipline I think, like, running your own business and, like, throughout the past year slash years that I've been doing photography and just in life in general, like, you learn a lot of self-discipline, but now that I'm full-time, this is, like, on another level. Like, just, like, being your own boss is, like, very different than having someone tell you what to do, tell you what needs to be done for the week, having, like, team meetings every week. Like, you're having these team meetings with yourself, like... I feel like it's so important to be disciplined with yourself, set out your goals, your budgeting. You're running like a whole ass business. So just like being organized and like there's definitely pros and cons to being your own boss and like deciding what you want your week, your month, your year to look like. And yeah, I'm still learning that. And definitely the pros are even like in this short period of a month, my like photography and business functions have like improved exponentially because like you're working on it so much harder than you would if you weren't full time. Like at my nine to five, like when could I work on photography? Maybe like one or two times during the weekday when I wasn't tired, wasn't like hanging out with friends after work and then maybe like once on the weekends if I had time for a shoot and then now like it's what like five times six times as productive because you have so much more time just to devote thinking about photography solely so just like everything involved in like the creative side and also like the more business side has improved so much and also the ability to say like yes to all opportunities and having the time to actually create new things and be inspired, exercise your creative brain. Um, It's like priceless, like time is priceless and such a luxury. And to figure out like your style with time, think critically, like this is all things that only like a certain amount of time allows for you and like it clears up brain space for you to think more critically about your work, your goals, everything like that. I would say the cons, which I feel like there are a lot of cons just because I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself and like first going into the business, like a lot of self-doubt and like vulnerability. Of having your art be tied to like yourself and that is tied to your primary source of income like that is a lot of pressure and i feel like the first couple weeks i would just think about photography 24 7 like i would the first thought in my brain like when i woke up like before i even opened my eyes was like something about photography and then like at night like I would be editing like in bed, like with my laptop, and like just close my laptop and just sleep. And so like, I feel like it was consumed by this, like feeling of not love, like I need to do more because I just started I'm on this momentum, like I need to be working all the time. And I feel like there is a healthy and unhealthy way to go about that. Because Like, we love a good grind season. We love, like, passion and working a lot because you care about it. But I think there's also, like, an unhealthy, I guess, like, threshold that it comes to. And, you know, it's a balance. Like, there's definitely some days where, like, I want to work a lot. And I feel like I'm on this, like, crazy momentum that I just want to keep going on that. And I think just, like, having the balance of, like, self-care... Um, and like having a good support system, especially when you're feeling on those down days is like so important and yeah, I'm happy to report it's much better. I feel like the first like two, three weeks was harder for me. And then now I feel like I've figured out a good rhythm. Thank God. Um, but yeah. I think probably every creative like struggles with that like having your art be tied to like your income and like what pays the bills like that's like so hard to like reconcile the two because like there's things that you want to do in like your creative process things that you want to shoot that don't necessarily align with what makes money and like there's yeah a trade-off between the two that has to come down one way or the other eventually and it's like yeah just about finding a balance between that and a balance between your mental health because that's ultimately what is most important and yeah I'm still figuring that out and I feel like it'll take a while like there's definitely just things that come along your creative journey that help you along with that whether that be another creative that's doing this much longer than you have or like a breakthrough that happens within your art and figuring out what you like to shoot Um, but yeah I think it will all just come in time although I'm working now much more than I did in my nine to five it feels so different I like get what people say now when they're saying like they never feel like they work a day in their life if you love what you do. And yeah, I don't get the Sunday scaries anymore. I feel very like fulfilled with the work that I do right now. And you know, that might change. I feel like as human beings, we're all like changing people. And the thing about like quitting your nine to five to pursue a creative career, it feels like so definite, like, oh, like if you go back to your nine to five, or go back to another type of job like you failed in your creative pursuit and that's just so not the case at all like this is a creative journey that you're on that no matter like what happens your art will be better for it and you will learn so much as a person for it so yeah that's just my two cents about quitting and I'm so excited to see the journey that we're gonna embark on in this next year I kind of made a little pact with myself that we would check back in a year so yeah watch out for the podcast episode in a year and I'm gonna reflect back and see what I've learned because if this is just a month of what I've learned I'm sure a year will feel so different. And that'll wrap up episode number four. Thank you all so much for listening. This is definitely one of the most vulnerable pods that I've recorded. So I really appreciate all the love and support, not just on the pod, but also on this new journey that I'm embarking on. And the next episode of The Creatives Project will be dropping now on a bi-weekly schedule. So it'll be on the 24th of October that episode 5 will be released. So look out for that. And yeah, thank you again for listening and have a lovely rest of your day.